Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Stay at Full Motherhood. Today we're talking about your relationship with time and how it reflects on your relationship with you and what to do when you want to change your relationship with both of these things because right now you are not enjoying either. Because they are, of course, connected. There's a saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I think in the case of relationships, this is very true because we see the same patterns arising in all of our relationships, not just with our partner or other people, but also with ourselves and with our time. And there is no escaping ourselves and no escaping time either. Both of them come with us everywhere we go. Actually, I will add at this point that the one time I believe we get to escape ourselves and escape time is when we are playing. Because play, which is dancing for me, has no purpose at all other than the sheer joy of it and what feels good to you in that moment. When we're playing, there is no sense of time passing. You don't care what you look like or what anyone else thinks of you. And there is no performance going on at all because there is no planned outcome to it. Playing is all about being in the moment you're in. There is no goal. You're okay exactly as you are. In fact, you're amazing as you are because you feel good in your body. And if you could step back and see yourself, you'd be radiating light and shimmer and magic. So then perhaps play is not, in fact, escaping time or your relationship with you at all. It is more you stepping fully into both as they were always intended to be experienced, living for the now and the immediate rather than what we're usually doing, which is focusing on a past we can't change and a future we can't control, much as we like to think we can. So after that little aside, let's go back to what any relationship is. A relationship is all your thoughts about it and you get to choose your thoughts about anything. So I like to see it that what I put into my brain and my body directly influences what I put out, meaning the results I create for myself in my life. So just as me eating healthily and choosing to input fresh food over processed stuff fuels me to show up with more energy and to get more restorative sleep and to have better hair and better skin, my thoughts about time that I consciously choose to input allow me to create the relationship with time that I want for myself so that I can choose to have spaciousness in my days rather than just following the same thought patterns I've always had, like, for example, I just don't have enough time. So I'm going to ask you now, and these questions come from my coach, Vicky Louise. She's a feminist time coach on Instagram. If you were to think of time as if it were a person, how would you describe your relationship with it? And also, 
what would time be saying about you? So for me, that relationship with time was always time is never giving me enough or it's time's fault. I can't have what I want. And if I'm thinking about what time could be saying about me, it'd be she's always complaining about me or she always takes from me but never gives back. And when you look at this from both sides, it doesn't sound like any sort of relationship you'd actually want to be in at all. With all the complaining and blaming and playing tit for tat. Which, by the way, I just have to share, I found out that this phrase originated in the 1500s and the tit part comes from an old Germanic verb that means to strike a blow. And the tat part is probably just onomatopoeic. I just had to add this in here because it's such a funny phrase. Um, um, also, we're just being in, with our relationship with time, we're being in lack and not enoughness. So when you think of all that's going on in this relationship, it really sounds exactly like what goes on in our relationship with ourselves much of the time. We think we are not enough, not enough good, good enough mum, not a good enough partner, not a good enough contributor to the family finances, not a good enough friend, not a good enough volunteer at our kids' school, not a good enough cook, not a good enough exerciser, and definitely never good enough at self-care because we know we're supposed to be filling our own cup so we can turn right around and better serve those around us. The list just goes on and on and on. So we are in lack in all the ways and all the areas and we're never taking a moment, because we think we don't have any moments to spare, to say to ourselves, do you know what? I did an amazing job today. I'm so proud of the way I showed up to my kids or to my workout or as an incredible wife or partner. And we blame ourselves for all the things that have gone wrong that day. And we complain about our inability to get it all together. And we tell ourselves we should do better and be better always and we should certainly know exactly what we're doing at this stage in our lives and we're tit for tatting ourselves I'm not sure that's actually a word but all over the place saying you can only sit down and relax once everything on the to-do list is done and meanwhile we're keeping a list that is literally hundreds of lines long with not one ounce of trust in ourselves that we would ever remember the things that are important to us and simply get them done and when we see this, when we're truly aware of how harsh this all is and how extreme and how our expectations are so unnecessarily high and how being this way in any case does not create what we want for ourselves, then we can finally start choosing to take the road less travelled and decide to trust in ourselves and in our time, even without the to-do list. So this means no longer coming from a place of fear and lack, but instead deciding that it's safe for us to now come from love and trust and abundance. So we can choose the thoughts, I am a good enough mum. In fact, I'm the exact right mum for my kids. And we can think, my partner is lucky to have me. And I have plenty of time for all the things that are important to me. And this one in particular means trusting that you can let go of all the things that are not important to you at all, but that you've doggedly stuck with in the belief that society expects these things of you and so you just have to do them. 
So the good news here is that we can create the relationship with our time and with ourselves that we want by deciding to give both time and ourselves our trust and to experiment with coming from a place of abundance rather than lack. Now, I am not perfect at this by any means. Like any relationship, this is something to invest care and attention in. But I have worked hard to no longer show up graspy and taking, taking, taking and complaining. I now trust in time and in myself. I've decided that I love time and time loves me. And most importantly, that I love myself. And I know because I've seen it that I can create more of that love and therefore more time and more enjoyment of me being me whenever I choose. I also give time my presence. I intentionally focus on being right there with what's happening in the moment. And this includes the moments when I choose to rest and go all in on resting in my mind by consciously deciding not to resist the moment I'm in. So I remember very well the first time it really struck me that I get to choose my thoughts about time. I just dropped the girls off at school, my husband had left for a trip and I came back to the kitchen full of breakfast pots and mess and I automatically started to scramble to get everything cleared away until I heard myself say to myself, I have plenty of time. And I really saw in that moment that this was always true as long as I decide it to be true. It's a decision I get to make over and over again. And it's a decision I've made many times since. I remember recently I was running particularly late for school and rather than beat myself up for this and blame myself and then my daughters and then time for not being enough, which is a very familiar pattern for me, I made peace in that moment with the situation I was in and decided not to argue with it or resist it. And I calmly made the three lunches and smoothly moved about the kitchen and I got everyone into the car and we made it to school exactly on time. So now I have plenty of evidence that we can create enough time with our thoughts. In fact, the thought that we do not have enough time creates feelings of panic and in this case it was about being late for school and these feelings then drive our actions such as madly rushing about, forgetting where you've put things, being unable to think or see clearly, putting yourself under pressure, ineffectually shouting at everyone to hurry causing panic in them too, not actually moving any faster but more likely tripping yourself up, having to go back for whatever you forgot, uh, on and on it goes, And all of this, of course, creates the result of not having enough time. Whereas when we think, I have plenty of time, it creates that feeling of trust as we trust in the fact that we do have time and the trust in ourselves. So we're clear on what we want to get done. We focus on the task in hand. We allow ourselves space to think and breathe and be creative in our solutions to whatever problem we find ourselves in. And we create plenty of time. So when you lead your relationship with time from a place of love and trust rather than fear, your whole life really does change. And the exact same goes for your relationship with yourself. You can create whatever experience you want as a stay-at-home mum when you treat yourself with love 
and compassion and fully trust in you and your capabilities. Okay, that's it for today. I want to invite you to write down these questions to ask yourself after this episode. What do you already love about yourself? What do you already trust yourself to be capable of once you decide? What is one example of when you have had a trusting relationship with time? And what did you create for yourself? And if you're having any trouble answering these questions, go to the link in my bio on Instagram. I'm there at joyful.mama. That's joyful with two L's dot M-A-M-A. And sign up for a free consult call so that we can find all the evidence that you have time to create exactly what you want for you together. Thanks for listening. Till next week. Bye-bye.